Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoop B and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. E.K. Manny. 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 Scoopy Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo. The best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B say it, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the Jordan, the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, watch out. about it? If he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. And Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoop Beast, follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio. Airway, on the plane, on the train, everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure, most importantly, that you subscribe to the Scoop B and Radio podcast, which is available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, in that Stitcher app or simply by visiting scoopbradio.com. 2.1 million streams in 2019 and one of the reasons why 
because we have newsmakers like the guy that's on the line right now. We're home quarantining during coronavirus, but you know I had to get my guy in, Ira Antelis. Who you say? This guy has been in your home. This guy has been making commercials for everybody and their mama mama, like McDonald's. I'm loving it. As well as the famed, like Mike, the, uh, commercial for Gatorade. Ira, welcome to Scoopy Radio. Hey, it's great to be back. How are you? Man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Um, sit up. Sit you, up. You, I know, but your jingle, like Mike, is, has, has gone from generation to generation to generation. And I was watching The Last Dance recently, and they showed uh, the story of Michael Jordan and how it came about with, uh, I guess, him um, and the jingle and all of that stuff combined. How cool is it to see the Like Mike thing get a brand new life? You know, it's, it's interesting because um, as you age in life, you have different perspectives. So when the jingle came out in 91 or 92, there's a debate. I thought it was 92. You know, I was really striving to do, you know, for my career and to achieve things. And it, it really helped to solidify some things I was doing and put put me and my partner, Steve Schaefer, on the map. Scoop um, Radio. And now, you know, 30 years later, it's a whole different life. And I'm sort of just enjoy the moment. Uh, a lot of people have been calling. And uh, just the fact that here you are 30 years later, you know, they have a big thing on TikTok on Sunday. And it's been great. It's been really re great uh, retelling the story. Because it, it almost never happened. Because I think, as I had mentioned, this is sort of before music licensing really came into play in commercials. But... They wanted to use the song that Disney owned from the Jungle Book called I Want to Be Like You. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of like a done deal. And from what I gather, you know, at the last minute, Disney raised the price. And they're like, give me $350,000 for five weeks to use the song. And the people at Gatorade said no. Um, and so we get the call on Thursday. The, the commercial's got to be on the air on Monday. And, that's, you know, we wrote it and you know, the rest is sort of like, I guess, history, you know, because it really, it took off. Scoopy Radio is in line with Ira and Telus, internationally acclaimed musician, composer, and influencer with over 30 years of experience. Ira, walk me through that process of creating that jingle. Um, what was your muse? So, so the way music is created for advertising, in case people don't know, is uh, the advertising agency most of the time we'll write the words and they come to a, a, a music company like I had and they say, uh, here's the idea, here's the words, and we, and we need a piece of music. Um, and Bernie Pitzel, who was the creative director of the agency, uh, literally walked into my office and uh, he had a, there were typewriters in, the, in those days. So he literally had typed the lyrics out, you know, on a piece of paper uh, and, and it was a competition. And he's like, whoever wins, wins. And I, I knew we would win because my partner and I really rarely lost. And the question became what we were going to, you know, base it on. And, you know, musically, as I, I told people, uh, Paul Simon's, um, what was it called? Oh, uh, Graceline. Graceline had just come out. And so, oh, and or Rhythm of the Saints, one of those two. And there was that whole, like, you know, South African, you know, baseline thing vocally mm -hmm. and the drums. And, and we're like, okay, let's be in my partner and I, because I always wrote the tunes that he did the production. And we're like, let's be in that world. 
And and again, in '92, it was still very, in, in commercials, was still very jingly. We were like on the forefront, so we're like, okay, let's do something like that. And um, you know, wrote the tune, brought a bunch of singers in, and and then uh, he, you know, produced the track. And uh, I think it was just a combination of everything. And it was, I knew it had to be infectious. I knew people had to sing it. And I think the hitness that the track gave it. Uh, it's just, you know, and obviously anything that Michael Jordan touches, you know, the rest is history. They say that that jingle was the defining moment for Michael as it related to just his most recognizable ad. You partial because you wrote it and you produced it. Do you buy it? You know, it, it's interesting because, you know, as we define, I, I said it's a great story to me that the last dance has been so great because think it defined for people who forgot, you know, who Michael Jordan was. And I don't think there's an argument, even though you might, that uh, he was the greatest player of all time. But with time and fading memories, people don't realize it. So, you know, I like to think that this stood the test of time and it's up there, you know, is it? And I'm just thrilled that it is. I, I, I don't like to use the terms. It was the best. It was this. It was that. You know, sure. I've a lot of music. I'm, I'm happy that people sing it, remember it. I'm happy that I'm, you know, one of the people identified with it. Uh, but, but I, you know, I'm way past the point of my life. I have to go, well, this is the best. I will say, though, at that time, there was nothing like it. Like, because we got calls from everywhere. Like, this music company in Chicago, you don't get calls from New York or L.A. to do anything if you're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm originally from New York, I live in Chicago. And the phone lit up. It just never stopped. They were like, who did that? We want those guys. Uh, so I remember those kinds of things. You know, it's interesting in watching The Last Dance, um, Michael Jordan, there was a scene during the Olympics, uh, the, the Barcelona, Spain Olympics in 92, where, you know, Michael did not um, want to reveal the, the track suit logo when the team was winning the gold medal or accepting the gold medals because it had a Reebok stamp on it. Right, and he, exactly. And he, and he draped the American, I believe Charles Barkley draped the American flag um, to uh, their their tracksuits. And so when you look at his loyalty to um, brands, Gatorade being one of them, I mean, I remember when Gatorade was a glass bottle, as I'm sure you do. Um, what were those commercial scenes like? Did Were you with Michael when he first heard the jingle? What was that process like? You know, people always ask me how I remember Michael. So I remember that after we won the competition and it went on the air, the following week or two, there was a gym called uh, Lakeshore Athletic Club. And, and I know the gym because I, I belong to the gym and I and I played there, you know. Uh, so they decided to rent it out and, and unveil the commercial there, even though it had been on the air. And I was in the same room with him, but I didn't like, you know, there was hundreds of people. I didn't, I didn't want to walk up. Uh, my assistant who, who, you know, ran our company, she's met him many times and, and, you know, uh, mentioned that we were the ones who did the jingle. And I think he, he really, you know, acknowledged that he really liked it, but I've never met him, uh, in person. Really? Yeah. So you really were, but I love, love to meet him, but it's like, you know, he's, he's Michael George, you know, you know, it's, it's, uh, now, Bernie Pitzel, who wrote the commercial, uh, the idea, filmed it. He's definitely met him because he was with him, you know, shooting the commercial and many others. But I never, I never met him. Now, in doing my research, a.k.a. we spoke on the phone before we recorded, you um, 
last time we spoke, uh, I was over at CBS and we interviewed and, you know, years later you and I reconnected. In between that time, you created um, 120 Life, which is a salt or a, a drink for people with high blood pressure. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. You know, so after we had talked the last time, I had a health issue. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happened was my blood pressure went through the roof. And the doctor, who's a really close friend of mine, said, look, if you don't get your blood pressure under control, we're going to have to do open-heart surgery in three weeks. And I, that's exactly the quote. And I'm like, you would think I would know. I'm like, well, what's high blood pressure? Like, I knew the results of what it could be if you have it, but I'm like, what is it? How do you get it? Like, you know, so they put me on medication, and I started researching everything uh, about how do you lower your blood pressure. Okay, number one, stop eating salt or cut it, you know, things like that. And over a period of three or six months, my blood pressure did go down because I exercise a lot anyway. I really changed my diet. I kept reading about these things that naturally lower your blood pressure with studies. So I wasn't crazy. Like, you could say, okay, pomegranate juice lowers your blood pressure. If you do nothing else and you drink pomegranate juice, your blood pressure in studies will show it lowers. Beets or beet juice or beet powder lower your blood pressure. Hibiscus tea. So one day I'm like sitting at home, I'm like, if all of these things lower your blood pressure, somebody must have put it together. I'll just go buy it, you know, because one, six is better than one is what I was thinking. And I, I looked and it didn't exist. And people laughed at me, people, including my wife and my family. They thought I was nuts. I'm like, I'm going to make this drink. And here we are, like three years later, it's on the market. Uh, it's killing. It's been really, really good. And it's all natural. And, you know, people call me all the time. I, I took your drink. My blood pressure dropped 30 points, dropped 40 points. And we tell them, if it doesn't help you, I'll give you your money back. It's very simple. I don't want to, you know, rip anybody off or anything like that. So that's my other part of my life. That's awesome. Where can people find more uh, information about the 120 juice? Yeah, so the great thing about it is, is if you go to 120life.com, it talks about the drink. But the most important thing on the site even if you don't want to order it, there's a free e- it's like an ebook. You could just download it. It's 15 pages, really, really simplified how to lower your blood pressure. So you don't have to buy my drink, but download the book and read about how you can lower your blood pressure. We also list a bunch of things naturally, like I said, like hibiscus tea or pomegranate juice or watermelons that will naturally lower your blood pressure. So it's 120life.com. In addition to working on the jingle, like Mike, you've also worked with Christina Aguilera, worked with Patti LaBelle, Mark Anthony, Regina Bell, Mark Nelson, CeCe Winans, Ryan McKnight, and a myriad of other people, Ariel Smith, Janis Joplin, Jim, Jim Croce. Jim Croce in the, in the yeah, Jim Croce, yeah. yeah so, sorry, I did, um, I so, you know, my, my career started, I'm from New York. I was like, I just want to... You know, I really wanted to just be a songwriter, and I ended up doing music and advertising. And a lot of people who do music and advertising, that's what they end up doing in their life. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I want to do other things. So, you know, I would write these songs, um, and uh, I wrote with Brenda Russell, who you probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, we wrote uh, "Flame" and "Patty Labelle." It was the title track of her album. Uh, when Mark Anthony had his first big album, there was a song called "No One" that I wrote. Uh, so things like, I, I've always spent my life doing music of many, many facets. You know, I, I would do commercials during the day and records at night. And it just, you know, was a circular thing that, that uh, and to, to this day, you know, I write and produce music every day. You know, awesome. I live a blessed life. That's good. Tell me something. 
when you made the jingle for Like Mike and it got success, the first check that you got, what did you spend it on? Well, okay, so I got to go back because back then, not now, back then, if you had a music company, the way to make money in commercials mm -hmm. was because of the contracts. I don't even know when they were written that if you sang on a commercial, that's where the money was. Mm -hmm. uh, if you played, if you played on the commercial, that's where the money wasn't. So for instance, if you sang on a commercial and it ran for a year, you could probably make twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars just off that commercial. Okay. If you if you played music on if you played the guitar on that same commercial, maybe you'd make a thousand dollars. So the the way to make money in commercials was always through singing. So you okay. know we would sing on everything we wrote. And to be honest, you know we didn't. So we they were called residual checks, and right. um, they would just come to the office. We didn't even open them, you know. Um, but I'll tell you sort of a really good story. Um, the thing I, about Gatorade, I said, okay, now that we got the commercial, I want the vending machine in my office. Scoop uh, because I would I drank a lot of Gatorade. I mean, I, I you know I rivaled anybody in the amount of Gatorade. Uh, that was before the commercial. Um, and for McDonald's once, the true story was I had been a vegetarian, mm -hmm. and I was working on McDonald's on um, what you want is what you get at McDonald's today. And I said if I got it, it was a huge competition. Um, I would break my vegetarianism, and sure enough, we got it. I won, and three Big Macs later, that was it. You know, that, that's how I celebrated. <laughs> True. I took my wife at the time, and she, she's like, "You're crazy." I'm like, "You know, um, if I if they're going to play the song for McDonald's, I've got to frequent me. I got to start frequenting McDonald's." You know, that's the way I felt about it. No, that's awesome. So you still didn't answer my question. What'd you do with your first check? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the truth is, I don't remember because the okay. first check that came in was probably, about, you know, it, 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 it's, it's not like the fee for that commercial was any bigger than any of the other projects. We would do, you know, sometimes 10 or 15 commercials a week. Gotcha. It wasn't the fee. The fee wasn't any greater. What, what was greater was all of a sudden, like, it just took off. Like, okay. people were calling left. There, like, when people found out we did it. And people who knew me would, you know, that was like the biggest check to me. Like, wow, the recognition, you know, that, uh, and then they wanted, we made a record out of it. And then, you know, the Bulls called and said, hey, we want you to do a theme song for them, you know, and um, like that song. And then, you know, every time the Bulls won a championship, we'd go to the rally and sing the, sing the theme song. And it, it all stems from Be Like Mike. Wow. Yeah, because I saw like the, the Michael Jordan to the max. I remember my, my stepdad bought that for me on VHS. And I saw that you did some music for that as well. So it's like if there was a residual effect based off of that one Gatorade commercial. Exactly. So the check was, I don't remember what the check was. Right. Um, but I remember the results that were far beyond what a check could have bought. Now, because of the, the Michael, or rather the Chicago Bulls documentary, Last Dance, um, ESPN has reached out to you recently about licensing. How does that work? You, um, so they um, they called and they said, we want to use it, um, you know, since I wrote it. Uh, and my partner at the time, uh, my music partner, Steve Schaefer, he died in 2004, and we had the rights to it. Uh, so anytime anybody wants to use it, they usually call me and say, can we use it? What, you know, what, um, and what would it cost to use it? Like a licensing fee. Um, 
And as I mentioned, the same thing, at the same time, the advertising agency recut the commercial, uh, I think, as you know, with Zion Williamson. So they started running it on social media. So they had to reach out and ask all of the singers and musicians, can we pay you um, to use this on social media? So it was like a double effect. Wow. And that goes right back to our initial statement where we were discussing just, uh, you know, recreating and, and, and a whole new generation, um, you know, seeing it. I'm curious from your perspective, you being from New York, moving to Chicago, were there any things that you've watched in the Jordan documentary um, that surprised you that in the moment you didn't know that you know now? You know, I think in episodes one and two, because I think when he was at North Carolina, I was still in New York. So there were things I didn't quite know. But once I got here, uh, you know, Rick Tellinger, who's the columnist uh, at the Sun-Times, and he's also in The Last Dance, is a good friend of mine. I think in Chicago, you just sort of ate up every single piece of information. And then I would go to the game. So episodes one and two, there were things... Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, that happened in North Carolina, um, and, and the Olympics with Bobby Knight, you know, that I wasn't as up on, but as it got more into it, you know, I had heard the stories. I sort of knew many of the things. Do you think in our lifetime, we will see another marketing genius like him? Scoopy radio. Overtime. Well, I think, you know, um. I think you could just sort of look at what I think he catapulted, you know, marketing and and the, and the amount of money. And look what, you know, I think um, look what came after. The, uh, I, I think he was. I think he laid down the really, really the first, you know, the big footprint, and a lot of people walked on it. But he laid down the footprint of what it could be. You know, if you think about the amount of, you know, money he made and all of the things he did. Uh, for McDonald's and for Gatorade and for, uh, was it Hanes or Food of the Hanes, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it like, you know, he, he opened up the possibilities. I think even they said that in the last dance, um, David Falk was arguing like, no, that's what I want him to become, like, uh, a golfer or something like that. It wasn't happening before. So I'm not sure anybody will ever be bigger, but the, what he really did was he laid down the groundwork. For what became, I think, you know, and the money for, for Steph and, and for LeBron has been, uh, I think, enormous from it. What's next for you? Oh, man, you know, um, you know, I, uh, I spend a lot of time on the drink. Um, I'm actually going to drop this, uh, you know, in, in honor of the people whose lives were lost uh, because of this virus. I'm, I'm going to do like a, um, a memorial kind of uh, record. Uh, that we're going to put out next week. You know, just all these different products. I still do some advertising once in a while. Um, you know, it's, uh, I have a really nice life. You know, uh, I get to write music every day, work on my drink, uh, and things like that. The good news is you're off the hot seat. Brother, it's good to reconnect with you, and I'm, I'm excited uh, for what's to come next. Thank you, and bless you for, for reaching out, and, and uh, I'm just thrilled to talk to you. My man, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, be good. Bye. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Come on! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.